Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Speed City with John Massengill, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green. Brought to you by MyPlates.com. Upgrade your license plate at MyPlates.com. It's the fastest hour on the radio. Speed City. Good evening, gearheads. Welcome to Speed City. We are fired up. We are seven days, now really six days, from the United States Grand Prix right here in Austin. Formula One is back. The fifth anniversary at Circuit of the Americas, and I think it's going to be amazing. This is John Massengale, and I am going to be in the studio alone tonight. Jonathan Green and Les Kaiser are out uh, gathering information for the Formula One race. There's guys hitting town right now. Yep, there's plenty of drivers and teams that are uh, creeping into Austin as we speak. But we have an awesome show tonight. Let me run down what we've got, because we have NBC's SN's David Hobbs. Yes, David Hobbs is going to join us. He's uh, he's going to call in, and we're going to talk about Austin and the rest of the season. We're really excited about that. And we also have a, a Formula One team manager here. Not team manager, excuse me, a communications manager. We have Andy Stobart from the Renault team to talk about the new acquisition in drivers they just got. That's very exciting. And we've also got a gentleman from Circuit of the Americas. We love to do that because they always have the inside scoop. We think we know it all out there, but they've always got some inside scoop. And so we've got Edgar Ferrar. He's the sustainability director out at Circuit of the Americas. He's a multi-talented gentleman, though. We'll have uh, lots of information from him. And he he was at the uh, the F1 in schools today. We're going to talk about that. So it's going to be it's a great show. I'm glad you're joining us tonight. We are fired up. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can hit us at Speedcaster. We'll be watching that tonight as well. And But let's go ahead. We've got our first guest on the line right now because uh, we've got Edgar Farrar from Circuit of the Americas. Edgar, how are you today? I'm great. I'm great. Can you believe we're less than one week out from the Grand Prix? I know, Edgar. We are fired up. And I know you guys have been crazy busy and uh, and I know that it's uh, it's going to be fantastic out there. I'm I'm predicting the biggest event ever at Circuit of the Americas this time. It's going to be incredible. Our fifth one is going to be fantastic. The weather is supposed to be great this year, good this year. Uh, we're excited about that. Uh, I know that all of the equipment started arriving around Wednesday of last week. Uh, uh, the I was out there. I think Thursday. I was. Uh, it was fun. The, the medical and the safety cars arrived. And the safety. Uh, the the uh, the pace cars. The pace cars are always uh, amazing. <laughs> the AMGs and and uh, they were unloading the the uh, the uh, AMG pace cars for F one, and that's always fantastic. I know. I always see those AMGs sitting over there. They're the silver Mercedes, and I, I look and I have to go over and get a close look at them every time. That's, but that's always a good way to tell that it's about to happen and. Uh, so Edgar, I know that it's it's, it's got to be uh, the excitement's got to be crazy, but uh, I mean we've got Taylor Swift and now with uh, Usher and the Roots. Uh, I mean, are you guys are, are you guys like me? Are you expecting an enormous event? 
We are. We're expecting the uh, the largest event since the uh, first year, since the inaugural year. Um, we have a lot of entertainment, not just uh, the, the major acts you mentioned, but there'll be lots of other acts on multiple stages throughout the venue. Um, we, you know, I think it's going to be the, the biggest, most exciting uh, uh, event we've had. I think folks who've been out there before are going to notice uh, a lot of, uh, hopefully they'll notice a lot of improvements that we've made to uh, both to the grounds and to uh, to um, just the, the ease, you know, the entry. You know, this year we've, we've got the uh, some wristbands for general admission. The transportation should be, uh, should we hope, will be uh, flowing smoother. Uh, and you know, there are more options than we've had before. So overall, we really worked hard throughout uh, our operations to make the guest experience kind of the, the best we've had uh, in, in our five years. And um, and you know, seeing that these weather forecasts are calling for for you know sunny skies and good weather next week. It's just such a relief, and really makes me excited. Uh, yeah, I know, Edgar. That uh, last year, that just almost biblical rain event that we had uh, yeah. was just incredible. I know, then that you know that affected parking and everything else. But I know that there's been a big bunch of upgrades. I, I read where like twelve thousand parking spaces have been upgraded to get them out of the the possibility of any mud, and so that. Uh, that's really exciting. And I am looking at my favorite uh, weathercaster, Jim Spencer. I'm checking out his forecast, and it's starting on Friday. It's supposed to be a high of 75 and sunny, a little bit of rain maybe Thursday as this cold front comes in. But all the weather forecasts I'm seeing are now the same thing. And I think we're now close enough to where we could probably count on these weather forecasts because I know how unpredictable it can be. But it looks like it's going to be 75 on on, uh, Friday, 80 on on Saturday and maybe even a little bit warmer on Sunday, so it should be just perfect. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, let me ask you this. We're seeing too. Yeah, let me ask you this. So um, I know that you you guys uh, are, are getting all prepped and everything, but there's something going on in Austin today that you were a part of. Is the F1 in schools is going on, right? Yeah. So in a sense, uh, that's the kickoff to the Grand Prix, you know, week. So Formula One in schools. Uh, so the World Championship is here in Austin this week. It was in uh, in Austin in 2013, and it's been in Abu Dhabi and it's been in Singapore uh, since then. But it's they returned to Austin. This is Formula One's um, engineering challenge in science, technology, engineering, and math. Uh, it's a global challenge. We've got about. 400 kids from around the world. We've got almost 40 teams. Each of the teams represents really the national champions from uh, teams in uh, the Americas, Europe, Asia, really from all over the world. And it's really cool. So this, this, this program leverages the excitement of Formula One to motivate and inspire these kids. And these are you know, high school-aged uh, uh, kids to pursue uh, careers in engineering and technology, and it, it enjoys the full support of all of the teams and of a Formula One itself, as well as the circuit. That's pretty amazing. I know that with the support of the teams, the the kids have got to be excited. But what about uh, what about American kids getting involved in this? Are we are we seeing some participation from here in the states? Yeah, there's uh, there there uh, you know the, uh, there's an American team. Not only that, we we have participation in Texas. In the past, we've had a Texas team uh, go all the way to the World Finals. Um, 
this year there, there's uh, Texas teams that are just attending just to kind of to watch kind of the kids from other parts of the world. But there's definitely American participation. Um, there's participation that's both boys and girls. About 30 percent or more of the of the uh, students this year participants are female. So we're uh, uh, we're seeing a lot of uh, interest from from both genders in in terms of uh, racing and engineering. And, you know, this program is really uh, kind of a pipeline for the teams because the teams come and they'll visit these, the, the, the displays and the cars that they build. They build about a, a small-scale version of a Formula car, and they get sponsors so they can travel all the way to Austin from all over the world. They do a business presentation, an engineering presentation. Um, but these kids are so talented that the teams, uh, they, they visit and they talk to these kids, and some of them, you know, will end up being recruited uh, by teams such as Williams and others, and uh, and a few of them will you know uh, have in the past few graduates have have come back as uh, as members of different uh, Formula One teams. That's awesome. I mean, that's incredible that uh, that they could be at that age being looked at by some of the teams like that. That's really cool. No, they they are. Uh, I think a couple of years ago, uh, you know, Adrian Newey, when I was walking around and kind of asking some of the students, you know, why did you do that and what uh what were you thinking here with the aerodynamics and so um they're young fresh minds and so um just like in any other field or sport uh, you know they're always looking for talent and and this is a great place for them to find kind of that up and coming uh f1 talent in terms of engineers and mechanics and uh and a lot of the, the a lot of what happens kind of outside of the car yeah well so uh did it wrap up today who's who's the winner no, it actually just kicked off today. So they oh, just arrived. It's uh, the event's happening downtown at the Hyatt, uh, Hyatt Regency. Oh, okay. And today was a welcome. Uh, then they started today, so it'll continue uh, tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, and then through Wednesday. Uh, they'll they'll wrap that up on Wednesday, and then they'll have the rewards presentation Wednesday night downtown. Um, each of the teams will you know present an award as well as the circuit. So Circuit of the Americas is the second place trophy. The the first place trophy is the Bernie Ecclestone. A trophy. He uh, he typically presents the award, um, the, you know, the Grand Prix weekend to the to the winning team. On Thursday, the uh, uh, the participants will come down to the Circuit of the Americas. They'll be able to ride around the track in uh, in buses and coaches. They'll be <laughs> go up to Turn One. They're going to take their photograph up there, and then they will be our guests uh, for uh, for the Grand Prix both for three days of the race as well as both concerts. So it's a, it's a great experience. But we hope that when they go back to their homes, you know, they've had this incredible experience of being here huh. in, uh, in Texas and the USA. Well, uh, we've just got about a minute left, Edgar. I want to ask you a question, though. Whenever you being an insider at CODA, when somebody asks mm-hmm. you, uh, I, I know they ask these questions like this. They ask of, of me, too, like, tell me something that, that most people don't know, some secret thing or something really fun or some event that's going on that – that uh, maybe your favorite or something that, uh, that I know everybody's talking about Taylor Swift and the race, of course, but what's a, what's a secret event? Well, secret, <laughs> <laughs> maybe well, not secret, yeah. but yeah. So I'd say, you know, in some ways we've, we've, we've tried to, uh, to, to, to let all of our events this year really be public and publicized. Cause in the past, maybe there have been things people said, Hey, if I would have known about that, I would have liked to go. So we're trying to maybe not have secret events and have everyone know about the different options they have for the concert, the different options they have for, for viewing the race, the different seating areas, uh, so that it's kind of as open and everyone has as much opportunity to enjoy it as possible. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, for me, I, I, 
you know, working there is amazing, and you know, kind of seeing everything happen behind the scenes. But I think from in terms of of the public, um, there's you know, we're not really having a lot of you know secret things that people will know about. Everything is is out there, and it's on our website, and it's been publicized. And um, I think we've created experiences kind of for every kind of fan. You know, if you want to be get up and close to the racing or you want to really enjoy the music or you want to go downtown and enjoy FanFest. Uh, FanFest is, in, uh, is uh, uh, kind of a 36, you know, moved to a different part of uh, downtown this year. So maybe that's one thing that's different from previous years. It's in a different location, but I think it should still be kind of as fun uh, for everybody. And that's open for anybody. They don't have to have tickets to the race to go downtown for FanFest. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, uh, Edgar Ferrara, thank you so much for coming on Speed City again. We always welcome your input, and uh, we are so excited for you guys, and I know it's going to be a fantastic event. And so the best of luck for the race, and uh, we will talk to you soon. And we'll see you out there next week. All right, Edgar, thanks a lot. Bye. Yeah, you know, the uh, the interesting role that Edgar has as sustainability director, It's uh, he's unique. Not many of those, uh, in fact, I think he's the only one in this class of racing at a, at a Formula One spec racetrack, so it's pretty awesome. All right, well, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we are fired up. We have David Hobbs from M- MSN- <laughs> NBCSN, the Formula One commentator. Very excited to have him. Be back after these messages. The 57 Chevy, a Rembrandt painting, the little black dress. When you're a classic, you never go out of style. And now, MyPlates.com proudly announces the return of the classic black Texas license plate for the first time since 1968, featuring a cooler, timeless look and a bolder style. Visit MyPlates.com today to order this legendary classic black Texas license plate for your car or truck. Classic black is back at MyPlates.com. Precision Camera and Video is the largest camera store in Texas with over 10,000 square feet and packed with all the latest manufacturer offerings. Founded in 1976 and still owned and operated by its founders Jerry and Rosemary Sullivan, Precision Camera is committed to the finest customer experience. With hand-picked products and on-hand experts, you won't find a more helpful, knowledgeable and accommodating sales staff for quality service. Come see for yourself Precision Camera and Video, 2438 West Anderson Lane. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know it keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in Dan Easy leathers, the best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at MotoAustin.com. Not everyone enjoys the specialty car selling process. If you've got a classic car or a sports car you want to sell, but you don't know where to start, or maybe you don't want to deal with the hassle of test drives, then let Mosin Motor Cars take care of the make-ready process for selling your car. The experts at Mosin Motor Cars take the pain away. Leave it to their high-quality expertise to prepare your car for sale, put it on display, meet the buyers, and handle all the paperwork. And that's just one more way to drive yourself happy at MosinMotorCars.com. Made the right choice. Talk 1370. I think I'm going to Catman Do. 
Danny Walker from American Super Camp and the Broaster Chicken Road Race Factory team. And you are listening to Speed City, so get your elbows up. All right, welcome back to Speed City. We're getting ready for the United States Grand Prix right here in Austin at Circuit of the Americas. In fact, we're going to be doing the commentary for that race. We're going to be in play-by-play, and you can hear it right here on AM 1370. And we'll have a link from the Coda app if you're out there. But we're going to jump right in with our next guest because we are very excited because we have the NBCSN F1 commentator David Hobbs back on Speed City. Mr. Hobbs, welcome back to Speed City. Well, thank you very much for having me. Uh, Always glad to be back in Austin. Well, we are looking forward to to having you and everybody else in the F1 circus back to Austin. I know that uh, that whenever you're here, I always see, you seem to have a big smile on your face. You enjoy this uh, this event here in Austin. Well, we do enjoy it because it's one of the, you know we don't go to many. We do most of them remotely from Stamford, Connecticut, uh, but we do go to Monte Carlo. We go to uh, Canada, and of course, we come to Austin. So it's nice to be let out of the cage every now and then and uh, (laughs) see the drivers and the mechanics and the team managers. And, of course, Austin is a great place to visit anyway. Well, you know, I've got to start off with the the season that that we've had so far. Obviously, Mercedes dominating and uh, Nico Rosberg ahead in the points. But uh, let me ask you this. What's been uh, what's been a surprise for you this season in the F1 season? Well, the biggest well, a couple of big surprises. First of all. The big surprise is that Lewis Hamilton, probably the best driver out there at the moment, uh, seems to be incapable of, of making a good start, which obviously means he's not the best driver. But um, So very uh, very disappointing in his, disappointing his performance. And, of course, the performance of the Haas team, the, the first U.S. team for you know 30-odd years, has also been very impressive. They got off to a great start in the first three races. Things haven't gone quite their way since, but you, you knew that would happen as other teams developed, and it obviously much more difficult for them to develop. But they've been a big surprise. And, of course, the other surprise, uh, which Ferrari won't like, is the fact that they are lying third in the championship and not second because the Red Bull seemed to have a huge renaissance with the uh, advances on the uh, Renault engine since about mid-season. I think Canada, they had the upgrade. And ever since then, they have been on a huge charge. And uh, quite honestly, you know, the shape of the Coda track, yeah, there's a couple of straights that really don't play into their strengths. But the rest of the track um, is very much a Red Bull kind of track. So they may well be right up there with Mercedes. Well, it's been really interesting to watch the power of the Renault. And, you know, last year you couldn't get uh, Red Bull and Renault to in, within the same, uh, you know, county. And now all of a sudden everything's hunky-dory and the engines seem great and there's plenty of straight-line speed. That, that's been a very interesting story. Well, of course, it's the old thing of, you know, be careful what you wish and be careful what you say because you never know what's come back to you. But Chris, Christian Horner, you know, this time last year was so terribly um, down on Renault and, you know, very rude about them and making all sorts of terrible comments. And then suddenly this year, they are the second best car out there. And um, so he must be eating his words a little bit. Um, but the Renault power unit, obviously, in the uh, in the Red Bull has been extraordinarily successful. Now, in their own car, uh, nothing like us so. And I think the uh, their, their own car, the Renault, was really designed for the Mercedes engine. Then, of course, they swapped and decided to re-enter Formula One, and so they they had to use their own engine. And um, I don't know the chassis 
engine combination doesn't seem to work very well at all for them. But for Red Bull, the Renault has been a, yeah, I mean, a revelation to everybody, especially Christian Horner. And, and, and now he and Dr. Marco from Red Bull are all full of praise of what a wonderful <laughs> engine it is. So, and I think next year, I think, they, I think they, well, they've got a lot, a lot more to come. And, um, you know, Red Bull certainly are right back where they were, you know, three years ago, a major threat. Well, you know, it reminds me, I want to ask you, speaking of the old Red Bull with uh, Sebastian Vettel, I I really have been, uh, I've been surprised at how Raikkonen really has, has done as well, or if not better than Sebastian Vettel for a good bit of the season. And, and I, you know, I, it just caught me off guard. And I wondered, I may have been you that, that made this commentary. I think it was you saying about the team orders. Have they got everybody just so flustered? It seems, because uh, it, it's just surprising. Well, it certainly surprised me because I, I was a bit of a Raikkonen doubter the last two years, and I, I wanted Nico um, Hulkenberg to be in that team, you know, about two years ago. And I have to say that uh, Kimi Raikkonen has been a, an outstanding uh, performer this year, and he is outperforming Vettel uh, on occasions. He's about the same on qualifying, and he's ahead of him now in the points. Uh, so you really couldn't ask for much more. Uh, but to go back to your other point about not so much the team orders, but I think the team is under huge pressure from Sergio Marchionne, who is, of course, the supreme boss of uh, Fiat Chrysler Automotive, who own Ferrari. And uh, Marchionne, at the beginning of the year, said, we're going to win the championship and we're going to start off by winning Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And after the winter testing in uh, Barcelona, there was absolutely no sort of evidence to back him up and uh, and I think it's got the team on edge and you've got Arab Benny who is the team manager on the spot who um, prior to this you know was, was a great marketer working for Marlborough for years with Ferrari and I think he's a, he's a good team manager but you know they're all kind of floundering around thinking uh, well what should we do next and um, I think the problem is that when you've got a boss like Mark Yona who's saying we're going to win it makes the team very defensive. And obviously, in Formula 1, you need to be very offensive. And uh, I don't think they are, they're very reluctant to, to, to do things to the car that might work and might not. Because if they don't, they're going to get uh, told off by the boss. If it works, great. But of course, no one's prepared to take the risk. And we've seen Sebastian Vettel take some risks you know, in his driving. But probably you wouldn't normally see. Um, and he's under the same pressure. You know, we got to win, we got to do well. And if I can win this race at the first corner of the first lap, so, you know, great. But of course, you know, that never works out, unfortunately. Yeah, it's been interesting to watch because, you know, Sebastian Vettel giving anyone else that does that a hard time and then uh, doing the same thing. And, and <laughs> Talk about the pot calling the kettle by. I mean, all those <laughs> complaints he had about poor old Danica Fiat at the beginning of the year. And, of course, that thing in China was just so much hype because, you know, Sebastian Vettel and Kimi Raikkonen and the two Ferraris screwed up. And then, the, obviously, they didn't want to, you know, and Marchioni was there. And so they didn't want to admit they screwed up. So they laid the blame on poor old Danica Fiat, who had absolutely nothing to do with it. He did what they would have done. He went down the inside at third one, overtook them. And now they talk about what well, he filled all the space I thought I had, and I mean, just absolutely, really weak, weak excuses. Um, 
and, and I don't think it worked because I think Aaron and Benny and, and uh, Mark Gowney knew that they were anyway it's all water under the bridge now <laughs> but uh, yeah I mean both Vettel and Mike they've been under huge pressure well, I got to ask you about the Haas F1 team uh, because I have to admit, when I asked you at the very beginning what the surprises of the season were, I, I knew you would talk about Haas because I'm, I'm an unabashed fan of an American Formula One team. But I loved your comments about Roman Grosjean about because there was some, you know, he was coming out and being very vocal and, and being very abrupt and 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 people were like, well, does he not like the team? But but your comments were that you thought this is exactly what Haas needed is that they need they don't need somebody that's going to just not tell them what how it is because they need to be able to learn from their mistakes and need to be able to find out what's wrong with the car and Grosjean being blunt and saying it out loud and for everybody to hear was exactly what they needed. I think so. You know, it's no good him sugarcoating the pill when the cars aren't behaving. It's no good him saying, oh, yeah, it's great. You know, I love it. I made a mistake or whatever. I mean, he obviously does have an issue with his brakes. We saw that very clearly in Malaysia when he went up at the uh, last turn when clearly the left front brake failed completely. Um, And, you know, he had a couple of mistakes in uh, Japan. But then in qualifying in Japan, they both did so well getting to the top ten and unfortunately, the race, you know, just overwhelmed them, and they neither of them finished in the points again. And um, but they they are making steady progress, and um, I think with the Roman Grosjean, they've got a driver there who is very quick. He knows what he's doing. He knows Formula One. Of course, he knows all the tracks and the circuits. But the one thing that the team, what you've got to remember is this team is brand new. So every time they go to a race like this week in Coda. You know, they've never been before. They don't have any data. Everybody else has got four years of data now lined up. And they can look at every contingency and say, oh, yeah, well, we need to do this. This If the car does that, well, we need to do this. They have none of that to fall back on. And um, so it's it's going to be very – this first year for them is very difficult. But, you know, next year and, and, and onwards, so I fully expect them to do uh, a lot better. And, of course, Gene Haas seems to be very committed to the team, which is terrific. And um, and I think we do need it. And, of course, obviously, as you're going to ask me next, is when are we going to get an American driver? And <laughs> hopefully we will get one very soon. But as I've often explained, it's very difficult to be a Formula One driver from America because um, you're expected to go and live in Europe when you're about 12 <laughs> and, um, and spend the next 10 years there honing your skills in all the European formulas to finally move into Formula One. And, of course, it takes a massive amount of commitment to do that, and a lot of money, a huge amount of money. Yeah, a massive amount of money, a huge amount of commitment. And, you know, we had Alexander Rossi, and, uh, you know, it's 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 a shame that he didn't continue in Formula One. I know he's still involved with the Manor team, but uh, it's hard for – it would be hard for me to advise him to do anything other than continue with IndyCar after winning the Indy 500. Well, Alex Rossi and his father really did everything that could be asked of them. And they put in a huge amount of effort and time. And, you know, unfortunately, he got to drive the Manor, which is, you know, as we all know, not the best car on the grid. And it's very, very hard to really um, judge the driver when he's driving a very bad car. You can only judge him against his teammate. His teammate was a guy called Will Stevens, who quite honestly, until he drove that man, I had never heard of. But he had lots of money and so bought his way into the team. 
And, uh, you know, Alex Rossi, you know, had a, a, an amazing win at, at the Indy 500 this year, which has kind of cemented him. But, um, you know, with the best one in the world, Alex Rossi is probably not as quick as, as Roman Grosjean or maybe even Pascal Berline and Ocon and all these other up-and-coming young kids. And, um, again, it's hard to tell because, I mean, he came up to the GP3 with Esteban Gutierrez, who really um, cleaned poor old uh, Ross's clock pretty badly. But then, you know, Esteban himself, when it really boiled down to it, in Formula One, somehow just doesn't seem to have that magic. Um, so it's very hard to judge these drivers as they come up. Sometimes when they drive a, a much bigger and faster car, they shine, and sometimes they don't. And and it, it's hard to tell, but um, I think Alex Rossi's got a great career ahead of him now in IndyCar, which, you know, quite honestly, you, you can't complain about that either. Well, it's, you know, all of this coming back to the American, we've, I've got to talk about American Formula One future. You know, we've got, we've got Circuit of the Americas now. We've got this amazing permanent home. We've got Haas. They're obviously committed, and they're doing well enough. They're going to make some money this year, which is important. And, and there has been some American interest in drivers. There's been some, you know, there's been a handful. Uh, and now we've got a little bit of uh, momentum with Liberty Media. That could change some things. If there's all these different things that are, uh, that are pointing towards growth of the sport in, uh, in the United States, what do you think about all this as a whole? Well, I would have to argue with you about a little bit of support from Liberty, Mutual, uh, Liberty Media. I mean, if Liberty Media do you know, consummate their deal and buy Formula One, take Formula One over, I think it's going to be fantastic news for Formula One in North America. I mean, they want to make the shows big shows, huge shows, you know, rock stars, um, much more open to the public and make the drivers more accessible. And, um, and they're talking about, you know, maybe another two races in North America. Now, the teams may not think this is such a great idea as they're already doing 21 races. But if Liberty Media can generate more money uh, for the whole group, then obviously it could be very, very good for Formula One. If Liberty Media you know, going to spend $8 billion on buying it from the CBC, <laughs> if, on the other hand, they just want to recoup their money, and obviously draw, you know, a big return on their investment, that won't be terribly good for Formula One because they'll suck all the money out to, to, to repay their shareholders. But they're not saying they're going to do that. They're saying they're going to really work on the show and Formula One. And hopefully they do. And if they do, it'll be good for Formula One in America, which will obviously open the door for more young drivers to uh, think, well, maybe I should be a Formula One driver. That would be awesome. And, uh, that would be very awesome. I, I hope you're right about all of that. And a couple of more races here, I still think that would be a good thing. I, still, I think that could even still be a good thing for Circuit of the Americas. So all of the above, I would agree with. But uh, we're almost out of time, David. But um, I, do, uh, I, just, I do want to ask you, is there any, uh, anything that you're going to be watching for this weekend, like maybe Haas points? Uh, what do you think? I just want to ask that question. What do you think the shot of them getting points first? 
Well, judging on their performance, you know, two weeks ago in Japan and their qualifying performance, they, they didn't have much of a lucky race. I would fully, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Haas scored, you know, some points. Maybe with a bit of luck, you know, Esteban Gutierrez will score his first points of the year. And um, so I think that we could see the Haas team in the points. I think the race at the top, I think again, it's going to be Mercedes who are going to dominate. Uh, but it's a very close fight between Ferrari and Red Bull. And I think, the, you, know, you know, Max Verstappen, who has proven to be just extraordinary this year, could easily score points here, a lot of points. And um, Williams, I'm not so sure about them. Force India seem to be on a bit of a roll at the moment. Yeah. I fully expect uh, both Perez and Nico Hulkenberg to score points. And uh, no, I think it should be a very, very good weekend. The weather forecast looks pretty good at the moment on my phone anyway. And uh, so I don't think we're expecting rain, which actually would help Red Bull enormously, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I think that it'll be the two top guys will be, um, you know, Rosberg and Hamilton. And of course, we'll probably have the excitement of watching Hamilton come through the meal, field if he makes another terrible start, uh, which is always you know, exciting to watch as he his <laughs> way up to second place. Which, of course, is going to do him no good at all because he has got to win the remaining four races. And really, Nico Rosberg is going to score no points for Hamilton to win his fourth championship. But. Um, now, I think we're in for a good racing weekend, and uh, the weather looks so much better than last week. I felt so sorry for Dakota last year because that weather was just so unpredicted. and uh, It was unbelievable, so, wasn't it? It was just oh incredible. God, it, it was unbelievable. And it was just so out of blue, and of course, just, just the last thing that Coda needed. But anyway, I think this year should be great. Yeah, it's looking good. The weather, you know, I know we're still a few days out, but uh, the weather looks great. And if that holds uh, with Taylor Swift, uh, in fact, I, somebody tweeted at us a while ago and they said that you're a big Taylor Swift fan. Is this correct? <laughs> of course lovely looking girl how can I not be a fan I heard, I heard that she's going to be looking for me I'm, I mean I'm, obviously I might be a little bit hard to get but I, I shall certainly play hard to get but if she really insists on meeting me I suppose I should have to say yes okay uh, I've seen you walk through the paddock you say, you say hi to everybody so. <laughs> David Hobbs I'd even say hi to, I'd even say hi to Taylor Swift <laughs> David Hobbs thank you so much for coming on Speed City and we will definitely look you up uh, in the paddock when you get here to Austin. Okay, great. Thank you very much, John, and uh, have a good weekend. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, well, we're going to take a break. Very exciting to have David Hobbs on the show. We're running long on that segment, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we have Andy Stobart from the Renault F1 team. You're listening to Speed City, live from Austin, Texas. I like it like that. 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 Hi, I am an official Texas license plate from MyPlates.com, and I'm here to say it's time to get personal, people. Tell the world who you are with a personalized plate from MyPlates.com, like me. I'm talking favorite color, favorite team, favorite charity, and of course, favorite state, Texas. Add your own message, and then the magic really happens. I'm the official Texas license plate from MyPlates.com, and I want to be your license plate. Go to MyPlates.com and order me today. Now that's what I'm talking about. Precision Camera and Video is the largest camera store in Texas with over 10,000 square feet and packed with all the latest manufacturer offerings. Founded in 1976 and still owned and operated by its founders Jerry and Rosemary Sullivan, Precision Camera is committed to the finest customer experience. 
With hand-picked products and on-hand experts, you won't find a more helpful, knowledgeable and accommodating sales staff for quality service. Come see for yourself. Precision Camera and Video, 2438 West Anderson Lane. Want to drive your car at speed on Circuit of the Americas? Edge Addicts is your source for more Coda events and more Coda track time. Whether you're looking to host your own event or just be a part of the action, Edge Addicts can get you in the driver's seat and racing like a pro. All levels of drivers and all types of cars are welcome, with instructors available for first-time and novice drivers. Life is short, and adventure is around every corner. So plan your high-adrenaline experience with Edge Addicts at edgeaddicts.com. Edge Addicts, it's better when you're driving. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers. The best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride. Or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at DucatiAustin.com. Are you a business owner looking to reach more than 90% of the population each week? Did you know that more people get their news and information from radio than any other form of media? Then why not take advantage of the amazing location where advertiser meets audience and advertise with Talk 1370? Here at Talk 1370, we're ready to offer solutions to suit your advertising and marketing needs. Let us introduce your business to our great listeners. Contact Bob at 512-329-6233 and find out why Talk 1370 is the right choice for you. That's 512-329-6233. On air, online, and on your smart device, Talk 1370 is the right choice. Roger Hayden, Factory Yoshimura Suzuki. This is Speed City. Welcome back to Speed City. It's John Massengill sitting here in the studio all by myself. Les Kaiser and Jonathan Green, you're out there wrangling some F1 teams. I don't really know exactly what they're doing. It probably involves margaritas and beer, but... Anyway, we're going to get back to more F1 because we have a fantastic guest. We're, we have uh, we have well, we have David Hobbs, and we're excited about that. We've got Andy Stobart from the Renault F1 team on the line. Mr. Stobart, welcome back to Speed City. Thank you very much. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for hanging, hanging with us. We went long on that last segment, but uh, you guys have got to be excited because Nico Hulkenberg coming to town. Yeah, that's big news. Uh, we have to wait till next year. Obviously, he's uh, doing his work, doing his job with Force India this year. But um, next year and beyond, uh, he is joining our team. Very exciting. A great step um, for Renault Sport Formula One team. Yeah, I knew that was the, the latest big news, so we had to jump right on that. That's pretty exciting because, I mean, look, we're talking uh, 24 Le Mans winner. He's obviously a very, very talented driver, so... I know you guys are excited about that, but let's talk about this year. I know you guys are, are excited about coming to town. I'm hoping coming to see uh, Circuit of the Americas. Absolutely. Uh, um, we've kind of this year's been an interesting one. The team was only bought by uh, Renault at, at the very end of last year um, from the previous uh, F1 team, which uh, we had a lot of uh, well publicised issues in that iteration. Um, so we're very much at the very beginning of a project. So, um, you've said very publicly, don't judge us on this We're not trying to get all the performance we can. It's about a long-term plan. That said, we're still maximizing everything we can out of the package. And we've had a good few races the second, third of the season. So, um, uh, let's see what happens this week in Arsenal. Of course, we love coming to Arsenal. And um, we're hoping for a bit better weather this year, of course. 
Yes, absolutely. Uh, that's been a discussion quite a bit because last year was such a debacle. But uh, and I know that uh, I know you like you were just saying. You know, this is this is you're not the expectations were not set through the roof this year, and you guys uh, obviously are building for next year with Hulkenberg coming and uh, uh, and and setting the expectations higher. But you, like you're saying, it's been a, a reasonable year for you guys, and that's that's good. And I hope to see you guys do well here in Austin. And uh, you've spent uh, quite a bit of time here yourself here in Austin, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic city. I, I love coming every year. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, I can't wait to hit town, uh, take some uh, enjoyment of all the all the delights of the locality and, um, yeah, the event. I mean, it's from when we first came, we realized just how much enthusiasm there was from the city uh, to have the show in town. And uh, every year, year we come back, it was a little of a bit of a curveball last year. Yeah, we know that. But uh, every year we come back, we're really, really looking forward to it. Well, what about the uh, what about the expectations uh, for Austin, and then the remainder of the season for the team? Yeah, so we've got lost in Texas. Um, it's a circuit that shouldn't be too evil to our car. Our car does lack a bit of downforce. We know that, but we've been trying to maximise the package we have. So when we look at it, we sit the engineers sit down. There's nothing that puts up a flag of alarm and thinks oh, this is going to be a problem. There's a lovely sequence of corners off you going up, up that hill for turn one. Lovely sequence of corners, very fast and flowing downhill, uh, and through kind of like a snake in essence. Uh, and the car should be pretty well suited to that. Um, of course, the Texas has got another year of aging, and it's been in that Texas sun a bit longer, so we'll have to see how that works with the tyres. That's always something we look at over the course of the weekend. Friday, we're out on track for three hours of practice, and that's really about tyre performance, and, and that can change every year, and something like yeah. Yeah, that's something we look at. And of course, last year, we didn't have much dry running at all over the weekend. Do we have much running at all over the weekend? Well, we certainly had some in the wet, but we didn't have much dry. Yeah, last year was, it was just ridiculous. But hey, Andy, well, let's go. We're going to go ahead and take a break. We're having a little trouble with the connection we're, we're having with you. So we're going to take a break and see if we can fix that connection during the break. And then we'll come back to you. Can you hold on for just a minute? Absolutely. I, I can hear you fine if that helps. All right. Well, hold on just a second, Andy. We'll get back with you. But you're listening to Speed City live from Austin, Texas, getting ready for the U.S. Grand Prix in one week. We'll be back after these messages. Everybody needs somebody. Everybody needs somebody to love. Someone to love. Someone to love. Sweetheart to miss. Sweetheart to miss. Welcome to Name Your License Plate. I'm Biff Biffington. All right, Mary Lou, for the cash, the trip, and a new car, name your license plate. Easy. My plate is ADD24. ACL, ATM, ABC, ACDC, AAA. I can't remember my plate. You should have gotten a personal Texas plate from MyPlates.com. They're so memorable. And I could have saved 40% with a five-year commitment. Be a winner and order your personalized license plate from MyPlates.com. Not everyone enjoys the specialty car selling process. If you've got a classic car or a sports car you want to sell, but you don't know where to start, or maybe you don't want to deal with the hassle of test drives, then let Mosin Motor Cars take care of the make-ready process for selling your car. The experts at Mosin Motor Cars take the pain away. Leave it to their high-quality expertise to prepare your car for sale, put it on display, meet the buyers, and handle all the paperwork. And that's just one more way to drive yourself happy at MosinMotorCars.com. 
racetrack. It's where legends are born, where only the finest machines earn their reputation for innovation and dominance. Such are the nameplates you'll find at Aston Martin of Austin, Lotus of Austin, Bentley Austin, and Rolls-Royce Motorcars. Austin exotic, iconic automobiles, whose racing heritage turns everyday driving into an inspiring journey, because you're never just along for the ride. Highway 183, north of McNeil Road. Precision Camera and Video is the largest camera store in Texas with over 10,000 square feet and packed with all the latest manufacturer offerings. Founded in 1976 and still owned and operated by its founders Jerry and Rosemary Sullivan, Precision Camera is committed to the finest customer experience. With hand-picked products and on-hand experts, you won't find a more helpful, knowledgeable and accommodating sales staff for quality service. Come see for yourself Precision Camera and Video, 2438 West Anderson Lane. You have made the right choice. Talk 1370. Hi, this is Magnus Walker. Greetings from downtown LA and thanks for tuning in to Speed City. Keep Austin weird and get out and drive. Pedal to the metal. Welcome back to Speed City. Yeah, keep Austin weird. I don't know. I don't I don't know if we're that weird or not, but uh, we don't care because we've got we got a Formula One track right down the street from downtown Austin. I mean, we're on the phone with Andy Stobar. We had a little trouble with the connection. Let's check it out now. Andy, uh, are you there, sir? Yeah, I think hopefully we've pulled the string a little tighter and the polystyrene cups are working. <laughs> yeah, it's it sounds a little better. It's still a little a uh, little messy, but it sounds a little better. But I heard you got to take in a little NASCAR today. Yeah, I went to my first NASCAR race, which was in uh, the Kansas Speedway. Um, that's rather different from Formula One, I can say that much. I, I've experienced a lot of different types of motorsport in my life, but uh, that was my first NASCAR. Uh, I enjoyed it. Well, that's good. You know, I've, I said this not too long ago, but Formula One could learn a thing or two from NASCAR. Uh, obviously, the technology and all that's a little different, but man, the way the fans can interact, it's uh, it's always been a good thing. But uh, but Andy, let's talk more about the uh, the Renault team and how you guys have been doing this year. You know, when we took the break, you were talking about uh, Austin and uh, and some of the challenges and how the track. You said the track was hopefully not going to be too rough. Uh, touch on some of those points again because it was we we lost you quite a bit there. Yeah, I'm just saying the, the, the circuit, when we look at the circuit layout itself, there, there's nothing that causes us as a team any particular, uh, puts any flags up or worries or concerns. You, you've got a, uh, a lovely sequence of high-speed corners after turn one, so you go up the hill to turn one, and then you've got uh, downhill turn two, and then to an, a nice sort of snake of different fast corners, very high-speed. That, that, that should suit us quite well. Our car seems to be, even though we don't have the greatest amount of downforce for it, it, it seems to work quite well in that kind of sequence of corners uh, and then when you look at the rest of the track there's nothing we've got a particular worry for um, we, we seem to be getting far on top of this car even though we're not putting much development time into it because we've looked at 2017 that's when there's a massive regulation change in Formula 1 and that's where our attention is because the development of this car was starting so late indeed originally it was conceived to have a different power unit and a different um, whole package and configuration so it's a very long change so our performance is not being a surprise, but no, we're making the most. We're actually getting the most out of the tires. We're trying to get the most out of the tires. Both tires are pushing hard. So yeah, we're hopeful of a good race. We want to be, you know, sniffing on the edge of points, or hopefully just you know, maybe seeing a couple of points uh, come the check and fire. Well, we wish you guys the best of luck because uh, you know, obviously. 
uh, the the top of the field gets dominated every year by the big teams, Mercedes and Ferrari and Red Bull, and and uh, I, I think everybody uh, roots for some of the teams down the grid a bit. And you got some popular drivers with Kevin Magnuson and and Palmer, Palmer, and and obviously with Hulkenberg coming in. So it's going to be exciting. And uh, and I do appreciate the kind words you said about Austin, Texas, my hometown in our fair city here, because we are pretty proud of it, and uh, and we're also pretty proud of the Circuit of the Americas. And uh, and of course, Andy, we look forward to to see you when you get here. What what day are you getting in? Uh, myself personally, I head town on Wednesday, and um, I'll, I'll be straight out to uh, sample a bit of the local hospitality, shall we say? Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it is a fabulous place. It's someone everyone in Formula One loves coming to Austin, and the circuit uh, of the you know the newer circuits, so let's say the circuits designed and that have come on the calendar in the last twenty of the years. It, it is definitely one of the best. It's got that fabulous bit of gradient to it. It's got elements that we kind of recognise from many other different. Circuits. Uh, and it's, and it's not just the layout or the tarmac or anything like that. It, it, it's the welcome we get. It's the enthusiasm we get. We do love coming to Austin. Well, thank you very much for those kind words. Andy Stobart with the Renault F1 team. Thank you very much. And uh, Andy, we'll look you up when you get into town on Wednesday. Absolutely. I'll be there. All right. Thanks for coming on. All right. Well, I wish we'd had a better connection with Andy there, but uh, I think you get the gist of what he's saying. Obviously, you know, in the first few years when we had Circuit of the Americas land here, there was so much enthusiasm and and uh, teams and drivers are all talking about how great the track was and how great the city was. But it's it's nice to hear that five years on because I think some of the uh, the the initial enthusiasm will wear off and and I think that it's proving that Austin is one of the most popular races on the circuit but all right so next up we had uh we did a, a quick segment a recording with inga strecka our our favorite f1 correspondent from around the globe and uh we caught up with inga just a few minutes ago and and uh talked everything from taylor swift to uh the weather but let's go ahead and let's play this segment with inga this is about an hour ago we caught up with inga she was at uh, she was at a party for the dtm championship they just wrapped it up so let's hear from inga strecka all right, gearheads, we are excited once again to have Inga Strecka calling in from overseas. Get her take on the United States Grand Prix coming up here in Austin in one week. Inga Strecka, welcome back to Speed City. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm counting the days. <laughs> well, I can hear you at a party out there. It, well, I, I'd love to say it's my birthday party, but actually it's the DTM party for um, crowning the DTM champion, Mark. Wittmann from BMW. I'm at the BMW party. It's all the crowning. Lance Stroll from Canada and Maximilian Günther from Germany crowning the um, Formula 3 and Formula 3 runner-up champion. So it's quite an exciting race weekend in Germany right now. Uh, and of well, course, I know you guys are all gearing up for the Austin Grand Prix. Absolutely. Well, by the way, happy birthday, Inga. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I wish all these people were celebrating me, but there aren't. <laughs> Well, you are right. We are very excited because we are now one week out. Inga, I've seen the weather forecast. It looks great. Uh, we've got the city is gearing up. I really think that this could be the biggest event ever in Austin. Taylor Swift has helped bump up the ticket sales. But you know what? There's a lot of people talking about Haas F1 and it's in the fifth anniversary of it being here in Austin. I really think this will be the biggest event ever at Circuit of the Americas. 
I, I actually ran into Herman Tilke today, who designed the racetrack in Austin, I believe. Yes. And he's really excited about it. He said he's a fabulous track, of course he'd say, but it, it really is. You know, it, he, he's proud of it, and he's proud of these guys racing there, and he's proud of you guys loving it. And I know you're going to throw a big party. Well, it is going to be a big party for sure. But I, I did meet Herman uh, Herman Tilka when he was here in Austin uh, building the track. I got to meet him, and uh, they were all business back then and very serious. And uh, But I, I'm glad that you said that because I think that the track itself has been a huge success. The layout, you know, I don't I don't hear any any complaints from drivers or really in any series. I mean, even MotoGP, the guys, you know, they say there's a tight corner or two, but uh, across the board, everybody loves the Tilka design, so I think that's just a bonus on top of everything else. But, but yeah, we're excited, Inga. The uh, uh, the, the city is fired up, and I, I think probably my favorite thing that I'm looking forward to is seeing the Haas F1 team hit the track on Friday. That's going to be so huge. Thought your fourth favorite thing is going to be Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, you know what? My daughter's favorite thing, and there's a lot of a lot of people excited about Taylor Swift. And they just added, uh, they made a change in the concert. They added uh, uh, the weekend. Apparently, couldn't do it, so they added Usher and the Roots. I don't know if you. No way. Yeah, yeah. Usher, I love Usher. Yeah, that's who's playing uh, on Sunday night after the race now. So that's a big deal. And in fact. You know, I had a lot of people tell me that was, you know, everybody's got their favorites, but they were excited to see that. Uh, it, was, it was an upgrade as far as they were concerned. Right. I've, I actually had, um, I was doing some radio promotions for DTM this weekend, and I've had winners who won the tickets for the race at um, on one of the radio stations in Germany I work with. And they were like, the most exciting thing there about was the race and the Boss Haas, a German, like, American-style music band, rock bands playing here. So I think the way to go is combine racing with music. Well, in Austin, Texas, that's a natural. Virtually every event in Austin, you combine live music with whatever it is. And, you know, we tout ourselves as the live music capital of the world. And I think we got a pretty good reason to claim that because we do a great job at that here in Austin. And, you know, the amphitheater out at Coda is becoming one of the most popular. I mean, the only complaint I ever hear is that it's a bit of a drive out there, but uh, it's a fantastic venue, and live music is such a big part of Austin. And having this Taylor Swift and Usher in the Roots, I, it's icing on the cake. But, but Inga, you know, you brought up something. You, you mentioned, Inga, you mentioned the radio. Just a, a sidetrack here. I want to make sure that everybody knows is that, Inga, we are so excited. I know you've been involved in radio and, and Formula One in the United States before, but we are so excited because we're going to be broadcasting the race live here on Talk 1370 here in Austin and of course across the United States on the Talk 1370 stream so we are so excited to bring the race yep you know we're uh, we are excited because that that's one thing I, I, I want to jump in before we just got about a minute or so left because uh, we are going to be streaming the race uh, here on the Talk 1370 stream and of course here on Talk 1370 AM and uh, if you if you uh, download the uh, the Coda app, you can you can click on the audio button on that. And as a matter of fact, all weekend long on the on the Coda app, uh, you'll be able to hear Formula One content. We're going to be getting some interviews, 
and uh, and we've got a lot of our, our our content already for Formula One. We're going to be consolidating all of that and putting it on on uh, the Coda app stream, and of course on the Speed City app as well. And download that too. Go to speedcitybroadcast.com. And that same stream is uh, available on the app and the archive. And if you don't, if you've never listened to that, it's actually uh, it's a great way to listen to our content because you can just sit there and hit that button and let it stream. If you're out wrenching on a car in the garage or or uh, or driving in the car, it's it's a great way to listen to our content. And of course, all of our shows individually are on there, so it's a great way to do it. So uh, and and speaking of the broadcast uh, on Sunday. We're going to be doing the play-by-play of Formula One right here on 1370. But uh, I want to thank our new title sponsor for that, and that's MyPlates.com. We've worked with these guys before. It's a fantastic – it's a cool deal. If you want to get custom plates for your Texas license plate – it's uh, it's a great deal, and uh, and they've got some new deals. They've got the the classic black is back, and they they've also got the seven letter. So you can uh, you can get to get pretty creative with your license plate at uh, myplates.com. So check that out. And uh, of course, uh, if you want to buy your tickets, Speed City, I mean uh, Circuit of the Americas you can get your tickets to the F one race. I believe that they're they're they've sold a ton of tickets. And they're getting kind of low on some things, but I know there's tickets still available. So I want to thank all of our guests tonight, David Hobbs and Andy Stobart and Edgar Farrar from Coda. And uh, guys, we're going to run, and we will talk to you next week live from Circuit of the Americas for the race. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.